0: Dollars and Cents by Dan Ariely, Jeff Chrysler. Summary from 4-Minute Books Written by Luke Rowley And read to you by Andy Mayus. One-sentence Summary Dollars and Cents explains why it's so hard to manage money and teaches you how to combat false cues and natural desires so you can manage your dollars in better ways. Favorite quote from the author Thinking a lot about money would be fine if by thinking more about it we were able to make better decisions. Dan Ariely and Jeff Chrysler. Most of us like to think we're good with money. We might budget, save, and invest, but a lot of the time we spend with our heart more than our brain. We are sometimes our worst enemy when it comes to money. When dealing with money, humans are predictably irrational. Most of us are willing to drive a little out of the way for a better deal when we need to gas up our car. Three cents cheaper per gallon will add up, right? Let's say that you have the average gas tank size of 15 gallons. That savings amounts to a whopping 45 cents total, some of which was spent getting there. That's not worth the extra time and effort. For some reason, we like to feel like we're getting the best deal, like we are smart about our money, even if the math doesn't add up. Dollars and Cents, How We Misthink Money and How to Spend Smarter sheds light on many of our bad money decisions. No matter how wise you think you are with your money, you are definitely making some. Dan Ariely is a professor of psychology and economics and author of other best-selling books dealing with human behavior. Jeff Chrysler is a former lawyer who uses humor and satire to promote good financial habits. Together, they bring a funny, light-hearted look at how we make silly decisions with our money and what we can do about it. Here are the three most impactful lessons from the book. 1. Fundamental human characteristics make it hard to manage our money. 2. Use emotional connections and Ulysses contracts to boost your self-control. 3. Get rid of your complex budget and make a simple one. Let's figure out how to stop being our worst enemies when it comes to money. Lesson 1. Human nature makes it difficult to be good with money. When it comes to spending money, we often fail to consider alternatives. As we're buying something, we rarely stop to think about what else we could buy with that money. In economics, this is also called an opportunity cost. For example, When you're buying a new car, you should stop to consider the purchases you may be giving up when you buy it, like a nice vacation. Many people fail to do this when impulse buying, and it costs them later on. Brain scans show that spending money triggers a pain response. Big companies know about this and take advantage of it by making it as painless as possible to make purchases. They increase the time between payment and consumption and give us points or sky miles for our purchase. We also ease the pain ourselves. We like to use our credit cards to spend money we don't have, with the intention of paying later. If you've ever read Dave Ramsey's book, The Total Money Makeover, you know that this is generally a terrible idea if you want to build wealth. Language plays a role in convincing us to spend as well. One study gave people two options live with 20% less of your salary, or live off of 80% of your current salary. People were far more comfortable with the latter, though the two options are exactly the same. Similarly, people tend to spend more money on products that have a fancy name. When words like artisan are used to describe bread, people perceive it to be worth more. Lesson 2. Take control of your spending habits by making emotional connections and Ulysses contracts. Studies show a whopping 26% of 50- to 64-year-olds have not saved anything for retirement. Saving over the long term is a huge problem for a lot of people. Why is this? Because it's hard to connect with the distant future emotionally. The key to combating this is imagining our future selves doing wonderful things in retirement and thanking our past selves. As silly as it might sound, this exercise helps us emotionally connect with our future. Another tried-and-true strategy is to have automatic savings accounts such as a 401k so we essentially hide the money from ourselves. In the legendary story of the Greek hero Ulysses, to get past the deadly sirens with their alluring music, Ulysses had his crew tie him to the mast of his ship. Similarly, a Ulysses contract is a way we avoid negative temptations in our life by setting up a system or process that makes it impossible to fall into temptation. An example of this is if you are bad with spending on credit cards, throw them out and start using only debit or cash. And like we learned before, this will make spending more uncomfortable, which is a great thing for your wallet. Lesson 3. Scrap the complicated budget and opt for a more straightforward one. Instead of constructing a complex budget plan as so many financial sources outline, the authors go for a more simple option. They know that the act of budgeting is inherently irrational, but just like corporate accounting, it can be useful if used judiciously. The problem is that we can deceive ourselves with it if our mental balance of accounts becomes too creative. People usually quit complicated budgets, much like difficult fad diets, because they are too hard to maintain. Instead, set up a comfortable but prudent budget for discretionary spending on the non-essentials and stick to it. Every week, you can load money onto a prepaid credit card and stick to the allowed amount without all the worry. Dollars and Cents Review Unlike a lot of finance books out there that can be snooze fests, Dollars and Cents is sure to get you laughing and keep you interested. It's fun and refreshing, and the authors don't take themselves too seriously. Besides being an enjoyable read, it's also really interesting to learn the many psychological principles behind how we spend. If we want to get better we need to acknowledge these fundamental truths. Who would I recommend the dollars and cents summary to? The 39-year-old office worker who wants to get more serious about saving for retirement. The 24-year-old recent college graduate who is just learning how to manage money and needs a little help. And everyone, because when it comes to money, we all can be irrational.